Hey there, I'm Jess Jordana, copywriter and brand messaging strategist for online business owners and your host of the Feel Wealthy Show, the podcast that has basically nothing to do with any of that, but also everything to do with it at the same time. See, all of us listening are pursuing some version of more. Maybe it's why you started your business, or maybe it's why you find yourself constantly dreaming, what if? But in this pursuit of more, I've found that we're absolutely starving for examples of those of us who are soaking in, celebrating, or even just noticing the more that we hold right now. I believe you can have it all, and I believe I can too, but real talk, It rarely comes all at once, and quite frankly, magic is easy to miss in the making of it. So on the Feel Wealthy Show, I'm bringing you alongside myself and other successful people as we explore a tangible, concrete meaning of wealth that not only changes our lives, but also changes our days as we practice feeling it now instead of holding out hope for later. Hello, you guys. Happy New Year. This is the first episode that I'm officially recording in the new year, and I am excited to talk to you guys because the air is buzzing. Do you hear it? The energy is absolutely electric with people who are unapologetically leaving 2023 behind and who are excited to barrel into 2024, the new year. And me too. I absolutely love a fresh start. Today, I want to talk to you about how the Feel Wealthy list might be one of the most integral things for you to add into your life, no matter if your goals for 2024 feel really big, really small, somewhere in the middle, or maybe even non-existent. First, I have to tell you a story about my very first Christmas as a podcast host. Now, starting the Feel Wealthy show, I thought would just be kind of a little fun side project. I thought that it would be a nice way to connect with my audience in a way that is not directly related to copy. And I was really excited about that. What I did not know is that so many people in my actual real life would listen to the show. And this has been like probably the biggest stretch for me because up until now, copywriter Jess has been sort of separate from real life Jess. And I don't mean that in a way that I'm like hiding anything or anything like that, but it's just like, you guys know how it is. You go to your church small group and it's a little hard to explain what exactly you do on the internet with other business owners. So I have really just kind of compartmentalized those things. There was Jess Jordana and then there was Jess in real life. And when people would stumble upon my Instagram, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you had such a big audience or anything like that. And I liked it that way. I felt like I had a certain level of vulnerability with my online audience that I didn't necessarily want to have in real life. And this is something that I have been working on, but the feel wealthy show launching just kind of thrust me into that journey very quickly and so my first christmas as a podcast host was very interesting because a lot of my family has been very largely impacted by the feel wealthy show my aunt 
my very dear aunt listens. I said that and it made her sound really old. She's actually not old at all, but she is very close to me. And so she listens to the podcast. My mom has started listening to the podcast. My dad listens to the podcast. Hi, dad. Even my younger cousin listens to the Feel Wealthy show. She started listening on Christmas break. I'm sure my brother has listened, like just people who are really close to me in real life now are much more connected to me in a way that I don't even get to know because the thing with podcasts is that you don't know when people are listening in. Like you see downloads, but you don't know who's downloading and things like that. So it has been a very interesting journey and a very interesting foray into more vulnerability because it just has made my worlds collide, which I think was really needed, really necessary, but just weird. So Long story short, at Christmas, my dad demanded that I bring him some of my signature cookies, my molasses cookies that I talked about in my Creating Your Seasonal Signature episode. In that episode, I also talked about some other recipes that are signature to me, like my mashed potato recipe and a variety of other things. I think I talked about Christmas crack, which is like the saltine cracker thing with like the chocolate and the toffee, which I also made this Christmas, but I didn't take any home because it stuck to the pan. But my dad demanded that I bring him the molasses cookies because he had never had them before. He also demanded that I make my mashed potatoes with the borzon cheese, and I did that as well. So he also told everybody who had a cookie that the only way he found out about the cookie was on a podcast and these are the best cookies ever but he never would have known about them unless they were on the podcast so haha but I also was having conversations like with my younger cousin about her feel wealthy list with my aunt about her feel wealthy list I even got my aunt an entire gift because I got her in our draw our family draw I got her an entire gift inspired by her feel wealthy list so it was just a very present topic with our family which I love that about my family I love that my family is so willing to connect with you on what is going on in your life and they don't question things to a point but they generally don't question things they just support it and I really really love that about my family so it was really fun but it has also become the feel wealthy list in general has also become something that my friends say to me in passing when we're out to dinner or something my family texts me about or something people that I know reference in normal conversation, which is a total dream come true, but it is often used a little bit incorrectly. So before we get into exactly how this can help you with your goals in 2024, I just want to be crystal clear with you guys. Hear me out. There is some nuance to the feel wealthy list. It should be filled with things that you already have or have been able to experience at least once in your life. The Feel Wealthy list is not a gift wish list for next Christmas. It is not a if I was wealthy list. The Feel Wealthy list is recognizing things that you already have that make you feel abundant, elevated, luxury, extra, 
whatever wealthy really feels like to you, really means to you. So I've heard some people say things like, you know what's on my feel wealthy list? A fancy vintage car. I don't even know what a vintage, like a Bentley or something. And cool, do you have a Bentley? Probably not. So how do you know that that is going to make you feel wealthy? Because here's the thing. We put labels on all of these things that we don't have yet as when I get to X, I will then feel Y. When I get the Bentley, I will then feel wealthy. But the problem is we get there and we don't even feel it. We get there and we miss it. And that is the whole point of the feel wealthy list is to cultivate the feeling that you want to feel now so that you don't miss it when it slaps you in the face later on. You know what I mean? So I think that the thing that I really want to drive home about this practice, and I know that the feel wealthy list, okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. The feel wealthy list may feel a little bit narrow. Like how can you have a whole podcast about one list on your notes app? But it's not just the list itself. It is the practice of learning to let the good be good now. Learning to feel the feeling now instead of waiting for later because a lot of us have so much and we're missing it. And I just... It really gets me because it's miserable. Like, what is the point of going after all of these things, of achieving big things, of working hard for your family, of really trying to get 1% better every single day if you don't ever get to feel the joy of it, if you don't ever get to relish in it and soak it in, what's the freaking point? So... The key here is that we're not spending time crafting the most perfect version of our lives via our feel wealthy list. If that was the assignment, I'd be done. There'd be nothing to have a podcast on because I would pass with an A++ every single time. I am the queen of painting the perfect vision, but I'm also the queen of actually having pieces of that vision in my life and writing all of it off because it's not exactly perfect to the T. So the assignment here is to cultivate the feeling of wealth in our everyday, whether we feel like we fully have it or not. So maybe this year you are wanting to incorporate more intentionality and you have something like a gratitude list on your goal brainstorming sheet. Like maybe you're like, I want to write down three things I'm grateful for in 2024. That is a great goal. However, I think the feeling of gratitude when it's not practiced yet can feel a little bit abstract. I know that it has for me. Like what does gratitude actually feel like? Does it feel warm? Does it feel like a sigh of relief? Does it feel happy or contemplative or Is there like a star shining in the sky? Theoretically, I don't know. What does it actually feel like? So if this is one of your goals, maybe try a feel wealthy list instead. Maybe that is a way for you to make the feeling of gratitude more tangible in your own life is to name 
a specific type of gratitude that you want to feel. So one key of calling in any vision or any goal, if you've listened to any manifesting reel or TikTok or whatever podcast, one key of calling in any vision or accomplishing any goal is to first decide how you want to feel when that goal is accomplished. That's what I'm learning. And even though that's like, okay, cool, write down how you want it to feel, check, I can do that. When you actually go to do it, doesn't it feel hard to you? Doesn't it feel like, well, I want to make more money in my business and maybe that will make me feel good? Like maybe that will make me feel not as strapped maybe that will make me feel excited proud like what is it explicitly for you that you're hoping to get out of making more money in your business outside of just paying your bills more easily so and i'm using making more money in your business because i think that's a goal that most entrepreneurs probably have but it could even be i want to lift weights because I want to look freaking good. Okay, that's great. How do you want to feel? Like, how would you feel if you lifted weights? Not if you reached the goal necessarily, not if you got the six pack, but how would you feel on the way there? How would you feel as you're lifting weights? And how can you start to notice that feeling so that You can check off doing that every single day and you don't have to wait to accomplish your goal. I'm doing air quotes, accomplish your goal until you have this really far off unattainable thing that may or may not be possible, right? So I know that that sounded a little bit jaded, but I'm just, I find that a lot of us set goals really ambitiously and not ambitiously in a good way, but like oh, my life would be perfect if I had this. So we put it on our goal list and it's not actually a sustainable, enjoyable goal to fulfill because we are just beating ourselves up on the way to get there um, instead of really enjoying the journey. So I'm not sure if I said anything in the past two minutes, but take for that what you will. So we have a vision we have a goal and then we think okay how do i want to feel whenever i reach that goal whenever i'm on my way to that goal and so a way to build this muscle is to focus on one feeling and focus on how and when your life matches up with that feeling now today So for example, if your goal is to lift weights three times a week so that you can feel strong and healthy, maybe you want to feel strong. So you can note things that make you feel strong. And this is where it comes down to the list. So if you have a feel strong list, we're kind of going off the beaten path here but if you have a feel strong list you're going to talk about the tangible things that make you feel strong so maybe eating salmon makes you feel strong because of the omega-3s and you're like i know this is doing some kind of magic on my insides maybe taking 
a pre-workout of some kind makes you feel strong or Keanaminos or whatever makes you feel strong because it helps you approach your exercises with more energy. Maybe a really cute matching workout set makes you feel strong because it's cute and you want to look at the mirror look in the mirror and you want to see how strong you look. It can be as small as a cute water bottle and it can be as big as getting a gym membership at the strong people gym or whatever. So all of this to say if feel well, if feeling wealthy isn't a feeling that you want to cultivate, although I would love to have a conversation as to why because I think that there's some societal conditioning there especially for women, but Create a feel, insert whatever the heck you actually want to feel list for yourself. So this can be a really great tool to come alongside your goals for the new year because you're not just saying, I want to make coffee at home, but you're saying, I want to feel like I can create a special moment for myself in any in any single moment. That would be a long list to create a feel like I can create a special moment for myself in any moment list, but you get the point. So this list that you create, whether it's a feel wealthy list or a feel abundant list or a feel strong list or a feel healthy list or a feel like a CEO list or whatever, this is going to start opening up your reticular activating system to notice where you already have that feeling available to you so that you can sink into it more now instead of waiting for later. So this is why I can't stress enough. The feel wealthy list is not a wish list. It's not a vision board. It's not your Christmas gift catalog for your family for 2024. Okay, so there one last little tangent on this episode that I wanted to share with you guys. So there is this gal that I absolutely love watching on TikTok. I listen to her podcast as well. I really like her. Her thing on TikTok is she does this series on TikTok where she talks about how to look more expensive. So she'll be like how to make sure your jewelry looks more or how to look more expensive jewelry edition or whatever, how to look more expensive when you're working from home, how to look more expensive on a girl's night, on and on and on. So she's done like a zillion of these editions and episodes. And the frustrating thing for me is that almost every single thing that she notes to make you look more expensive is actually a hefty investment, okay? I don't like to use the word expensive attached to things that I actually might want, so I'm not gonna say that, but if the only way to look more expensive in sweats is to buy the ones that are $300 per individual piece of the set, I don't know, that just doesn't feel like a hack to me at all. That doesn't feel helpful, it feels fun to watch, sure easy to put in practice for everyone, not so much. So I also see this happening in so many places because there is so much identity marketing right now. 
I'm going to try not to go too much into business on this because I could probably do like a whole Instagram live on how this relates to your message specifically, but there is a lot of hot girl messaging right now. There's a lot of CEO girl messaging right now. There's a lot of insert girl messaging. It has become very popular and everyone thinks that they're the first one to do it, right? But the issue with that messaging a lot of times is that the things that they are saying that you do are things that you can't do unless you're that person already. So, I mean, for example, the looking expensive one, you have to spend a chunk of money to look expensive, apparently. There's not a hack on how to look expensive on a budget. That would be a different conversation or principles to how anyone can look expensive. It's the same thing with like hot girl language, which I just feel like is so, it's tricky, right? It is a little bit triggering (laughs) and traumatizing, but I just think that there needs to be more of messaging and education that allows us to work with what we have and to appreciate what we have instead of working really hard to get to an image and identity that seems more attractive. I am all for deciding who you want to be and starting to be that person now, but you get to start being that person now. You don't have to do teeth whitening strips and do a Pilates workout and slather your body in moisturizer and put on the shimmery bronzer and then you will feel like that person. Does that make sense? If not, just forget I said it. But <laughs> all of that said, I really want you guys to... Think of the feel wealthy list as a companion to your goals because there's not a single point in the world to setting goals if you are not going to feel the joy, the accomplishment, the pride in accomplishing those goals in small ways as well as big ways. And so in the same way that you like look back on your vision board at the end of the year and see all of the things that you accomplished, You can look at your feel wealthy list daily and see things that you have and things that you hold on a daily basis that are making you feel the way that is going to call in more of what you want this year. So I hope that that little episode was a little bit inspiring for you and kind of helps you realize that you don't need these like big, crazy, fancy goals in order to feel better this year. And that's the main thing that I am focusing on with my goals. I may do a separate episode on like what I'm focusing on in 2024 because it might actually surprise you, but I always just want to feel better and feel more like myself. And I think that there are really small ways that we can work toward that every single day even every single hour of the day. So it doesn't have to be that you accomplish a huge, crazy milestone or anything like that in order to show that you are getting better, feeling better, and getting 
back to who you are, getting closer and closer to the core of who you are with what you're doing on a daily basis. So all of that said, I am excited to chat with you guys in 2024 with the Feel Wealthy list as our springboard. Please feel free to reach out to me with any takeaways that you had from this episode or any episode. And I always love to see your Feel Wealthy list and I will be sure to hold you to making sure that it's things that you actually have instead of things that you are wishing for someday. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of the Feel Wealthy Show. If you love it here, then be sure to leave a five-star rating or review for the podcast. When you leave a five-star rating or review, you'll actually be entered to win the Feel Wealthy feature of the month. That's where I snail mail you something from my very own Feel Wealthy list as a thank you for supporting the podcast. I'm also a firm believer that the highest form of flattery is a recommendation, so I would be honored if you'd shout us out on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Jess Jordana so I can gush in thanks in the DMs. It really means so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I hope you remember that an absolutely essential part of creating real tangible wealth in your life is choosing to feel wealthy now instead of waiting for later. Talk to you soon.